It used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed, and that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets. It's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumkey is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumkey will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumkey. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an emergency podcast episode of the Hawks Talks podcast, an Atlanta Hawks podcast hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. As always, I'm Jack Threadman, joined today by my co-host, Logan Barnes. And that is right, people, we have an emergency podcast. So before we dive into the uh, news that came out today about the Hawks head coach, Lloyd Pierce, I first want to ask you, Logan, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, it's uh, a traumatizing day for Hawks fans. I mean, traumatizing can be... Maybe, yeah, I mean, it depends on which side right of the Lloyd Pierce debate you're on. Maybe that's not the right word, but it, it's it's definitely um, a big day for the Hawks. I, I don't know exactly how to feel. I have mixed emotions, though, I'll say. That, that's how I'll put it. But, so, yeah, if you couldn't tell by our little, uh, I don't know, by, by those little hints, um, and I'm sure you already know this by now if you're listening, but the Hawks have dismissed Coach Lloyd Pierce. He, he is no longer the head coach. As of about 50 minutes ago or so, maybe about an hour. That That is when the Waj bomb came out. Yeah, I guess we uh, should say that's what this emergency podcast is for. Uh, Lloyd Pierce, obviously, is no longer the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. As Logan was saying, was announced by Woj, was confirmed by Chris Kirshner. And then uh, a few minutes later, the organization, they released a statement. So I guess we should talk about other news in relation to this before we get into our personal opinions, our thoughts on the future of the Hawks, our thoughts on the current Hawks and everything. <laughs> Um, the Hawks did. The Hawks are hopeful, and this is official. They have offered the um, interim head coach position to Nate McMillan, who uh, is our lead assistant head coach, and he actually filled in for those games while Lloyd was away from the team on absence for the uh, birth of his child. It should be known, according to Zach, what's his name? Wait, Zach, Zach Klein. <laughs> Of okay. NBCS Atlanta, yeah, sorry, Zach Klein. My apologies. He uh, said that Nate McMillan was meeting with the um, with the rest of the staff and Lloyd to discuss the coach, but at this time he uh, was not going to was not going to take the job. Was leaning towards saying no because of how uh, close him and Lloyd Pierce are. So I guess at this time, who the Hawks' next coach will be come tomorrow is still very much up in the air. Man, because it seems like Lloyd had some well, I would say incredible bonds. Uh, along his coaching staff, especially with Nate McMillan. So, at this point, the Hawks do not have a coach, but I'm sure that'll get resolved before tomorrow's game. It should also be known is that the uh, Chris Kirshner tweeted this out. One Hawks player told me he found out about Lloyd Pierce being fired from Twitter. Pierce coached the team in practice today in Miami. So, I uh, that pretty much summarizes all the news. Oh, we also need to uh, say this. Bogdan Bogdanovich is questionable tomorrow. For tomorrow's game in Miami, so he's officially no longer listed as out, so he'll be back soon. I don't know if he'll play in these next two games before we officially hit the All Star break, but Bogdan will be back. It'd be some. It seems kind of pointless to like rush him back before the All Star break. Like, yeah, just just give him just give him the last week off. But yeah, um, so <laughs> not gonna lie, the uh, the Nate McMillan not wanting to take the job in the. Uh, Hawks player finding out via Twitter. That's a pretty bad. That's a clown show. Like straight up, that's clown show stuff. 
that's bush league um it, it's honestly embarrassing that you know i mean i get nate mcmillan might not want to take the job like he's really tight with lloyd and he doesn't want to like sort of betray him like that hopefully nate does take the job because he would be the best case interim coach for us of course um but man like how why why today right after practice why like why did the players find out or a player at least find out via twitter like why 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 do it like that that that's something that like it's pretty common in sports, right? Like somebody will get traded and they find out via Twitter. Somebody get fired and they find out via Twitter, and and it's like, it's just embarrassing every time. Like just, I I'm not sure what exactly the deal with that was. And it's weird because Schlenk always has seemed to be the guy that like, an uh, like an utmost professional. Like he just always carries himself like as a professional. And him and Lloyd had a great relationship. So it just, it's just weird that, I don't know that it seems so sudden and it seems so like out of the blue. Like, they, they literally have a game to play in about 27 hours, 26 hours. Um, and, and again, a, a player finding out via Twitter is, is just a bad look. But, you know, I guess, I guess besides that news, um, you know, I'm bittersweet on the on the sort of the, the you know, I guess just the entire story of us firing Lloyd. Um, I think it was his time to go. But at the same time, yeah, he just feel bad, man. He's a likable guy. He's a great person he's just i think he's just been in over his head the past few years i think bittersweet is like the absolute perfect term for it because i mean i've been way more on the podcast at least i've always been more vocal about i don't think we extend lloyd pierce that was like a month ago i don't think we i mean i i don't i think we end up firing pierce i was always more vocal than about you but even for me it's bittersweet like I, I never thought Lloyd was the, the guy to coach this team. I, didn't, I thought he was way over in his head, like you were saying. I've always pretty much said that. But it is it is it it does suck to see him go just for all he did in the community. I actually made a tweet about that. Just like, you know, me and Logan, obviously, as people who make content about the team, thankful for all that Lloyd did during his time in Atlanta. But I, I, do, I do think it was time to move on. So I guess that's the optimistic part in me. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, wishing Lloyd and his family the best. Because there's no ill will towards him, you know, from me. I don't think there should, there really shouldn't be from anyone. At the end of the day, this is just sports people. You shouldn't, you know, be getting all up in arms, so. But yeah, so Lloyd is gone. So I guess looking to the future, I mean, it's very much still up in the air whether Nate McMillan will take the job or what the Hawks are going to do for their coaching vacancy that is going to be um, needed in 27 hours. Logan, pivoting, I actually wanted to ask you something. Okay. What's up? Firstly, Yesterday, the last topic we discussed on our last podcast, episode 28, I was like, what do you think the percentage chance is that we fire Lloyd during the All-Star break? You said, (laughs) give me under 40. Hey. And it's not even 24. And what is it, like 20 hours later? It is not during the All-Star break, so technically I'm not wrong. Or you're not right. Technically. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? It, it wouldn't be the Hawks talks unless both of us somehow were able to get it wrong at the same time, even though we have differing opinions. But I I guess I did want to pivot to this. What do you think was the straw that made him get fired today? Instead of just letting his contract expire like you had been talking about during the offseason or firing him during All-Star break. Honestly, it's crazy, but it's it, it was Trey Young shooting 3 of 14. You think it was last night's game? I think, I mean, I clearly, I, I guess last night was the straw that broke the camel's back and Schlenk and Wrestler were like, all right, something has to change. Um, and frankly, like, last night, I would blame that more on the players than the coaching for last night's loss, like, straight up. But you know how it is, man. The coaching just always gets a short end, end of the stick. They kind of they get blamed, especially when it's a young, unproven coach like that. 
I mean, straight up, if Trey Young played better last night, if if he played like a regular Trey Young game, then Lloyd is still coach today. <laughs> um, you think so? Yes, because we lost by what nine points, and we were we were up by one point with a couple minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, if Trey Young played well to end that quarter. And if we maybe gave the ball to John a few more times, and yeah, we win that game. And of course, you're not going to fire head coach after a win. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you definitely wouldn't. So it's it's just weird timing because like I I feel like that's just that just wasn't. I just don't like the timing of the firing. It feels very weird. I don't know why you wouldn't just wait till the All Star break. Frankly, um, maybe because then the players will all be home, just taking a week off. And you uh, and you want them to get like right back to work or something, but uh, the timing is just weird. Like expect- last night's loss was straight up just due to the players sucking. Like they couldn't hit a shot to save their lives. So it's just it's funny, but you know, yeah, that that really is how it goes. Though, like, yeah, that loss was. I mean, a lot like there's been like a lot of memes like, oh, so Lloyd is the reason why the team shot this this percentage from three and stuff. But mm. I do, I do think that anybody who watched the Hawks could see that like Lloyd wasn't always the main issue I mean there was definitely times where he was I feel like everyone would concede that but something had to change I think that I think that's what happened is I even made a tweet about this I think Lloyd lost the locker room which I talked about on last night's podcast I I went really in depth in that so if you're interested in that I mean obviously I listen to it we can still promote it because we it's not even 15 hours since we uh, posted it um I, I think he lost the locker room I think that's what happened yeah, I think uh, after last night, after you know, after the whole effort the players gave, yeah, I mean, they looked like they had quit on Lloyd, in my opinion. So I, I think that's I think that's the uh, proverbial uh, straw that broke the camel's back. I pretty much agree. Um, and and frankly, Lloyd lost Trey Young a long time ago. No, he did. Trey was Trey was off of the Lloyd Pierce bandwagon a while ago, like last year. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it was last year that severed that relationship, but it's been clear for a while. I mean. Trey Young's dad has like tweeted, like thrown subtweets at Lloyd before. And, he, he's literally slandered the man, so. and, and he's like tweet slandering. And it's just like it, it sucked because last year the writing was on the wall. Like, yeah, this is not a relationship that's gonna like when you hire a young head coach and you have a, a top three pick. You're like, all right, th- this is gonna be our duo for the next decade. Like, if it works out well, and it was just clear that it, the, the duo just was not going to last. Um, and some of that's on Trey. Some of it you got to wonder, like, how much does he really need to mature? Like, is he going to be one of those guys that kind of just, like, only wants his exact coach? Because it's like, love you, Trey, but, like, LeBron can do that because he's LeBron. But Trey Young, you can't, like, pout until you get the exact coach you want. And apparently he want, he likes Coach McMillan because, like, point guard sort of connection there. Yeah, I, I was going to actually go find that tweet and reference it, but uh, apparently Trey does like McMillan, so... Which is, you know, I guess we can talk, we, we can spend the second half of the podcast talking about coaching of the future. For now, we can just keep focusing on Lloyd. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I think it ultimately came down to the locker room sort of being disjointed. And it's just so clear. The team just is so inconsistent. The effort's inconsistent. Something was just fundamentally wrong with the team. And, um,. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, bittersweet, man. I, 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 Lloyd is such a great guy, and it just—he's it's This is so like insulting, but I, I almost wish we could keep him as an assistant coach. Of course, he wouldn't ex- like that. Just be insulting to be like, hey, we, we'll like demote you though. The, the, 
there was somebody on Twitter who was like, I wish we could just swap him and Nate Miller around. I was like, that's just so insulting, man. Like, yeah, I really wish. I'm sorry, but. I mean, obviously, and I want the best for Lloyd, and I, I, I do think Lloyd will obviously find another job in the NBA, and I definitely, I, I honestly, I do think he'll be a head coach again someday, because yeah. the, I mean, definitely not for, it's not foreign for guys to have one failed coaching adventure, and then they get another one in the future. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's happened a lot. I mean, like, Lloyd is, in my eyes, he's either going to go be the head coach of, like, a G League team, which is not a bad gig. A lot of great NBA coaches come from the G League, so this isn't me being insulting. He's going to either go. I mean, Nick Nurse came from the G League, and yeah. he was arguably the. Um, he's he's the, a top five. Uh, coach and he was right arguably now. yeah. He's one of the best coaches in the league. So. Um, the guy that the Wolves just hired was a phenomenal coach in the G League. That's where he sort of made his name. He's either going to go head coach a G League team, or he's going to go be an assistant coach for an NBA team. And I think he's going to just continue to sort of build his acumen. He's going to like because what is he in his early forties right now, Lloyd Pierce? Like, he's just young, man. But by the time he's in his 50s, I think he'll have another NBA head coaching gig. And he's going to, I like, I don't know if it'll be necessarily that much better next time. But I think he will figure it out eventually. I, I like, you can just tell that the, like, basketball savvy, like, he's a smart basketball guy. It just, it seems like he's a bit in over his head. And that's, that's okay, man. Like, we took a chance on him. We took a chance on a young coach that, could in theory develop us and put, uh, like implement a really great defensive system for our young offensive like base players, and it just didn't quite work out. Um, but I, I still I still think Lloyd can be a good coach. I just think he's going to need a little bit. Like I think he needs a good mentor. Um, like maybe Nate McMillan was sort of mentoring him this year, but I, I think Lloyd could use a few more years sort of learning under a more established coach. Uh, it, 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 there are people talking about how apparently that, um, you know, this is about Nate McMillan and Lloyd Pierce and Nate McMillan, like not ha, about how loyal he's been to the coach and that, uh, Zach Klein tweet where he said that he, uh, you know, he was at the time he was saying, no, somebody did say that apparently this does happen a lot and Lloyd will apparently give him his blessing. So Nate McMillan doesn't seem as like a snake to the media and stuff, which is pretty interesting. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that is something someone said. So pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, you know, it. it's, it's a weird day, man. It's funny, like, I, I've never been super hard on the Fire LP train. There's certainly been times where I just got sick of it and was like, all right, just move on. And certainly later. I think everyone's gotten to that point to where you're just like, I mean, there was games and, like, there's been games when you're just like, something has to change. Like, whether that's, you know, Lloyd being fired or a trade happening, and I just think that Lloyd getting fired was the easiest thing to do. That was the culmination of... You know, those early season losses that we talked about. Remember the Cavs, the Knicks, that stretch, the Hornets, a part of that stretch? I mean, that was obviously obviously a prominent point to why you should fire Lloyd. I mean, the fourth quarter blown leads, what, are, we're past 10 or on the season, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So it was a culmination of things that I think just led to a bunch of people being like, yeah, we need to let go of LP. And me and you were never, like, huge supporters of that, but, like, if you went anywhere on Hawks, any type of Hawks media, then you would see it, without a doubt. I mean... This can't be emphasized enough. Miss D is blocked by Lloyd on Twitter. Not only did the man lose the locker room, he lost Hawks Twitter a long time ago. No, yeah, no. He lost Hawks Twitter. <laughs> he lost them a long time he, ago. He lost hashtag Talk Soon Twitter months ago. And um, that that's just a, a very hard... Obviously, I'm joking about the Twitter thing, but when it comes to losing a locker room, that's such a hard thing to come back from. Uh, you know, it's... I feel like Lloyd 
if he was the head coach of a more mature team, it'd be interesting to see how that turns out. But that's just not the situation he's placed. And a mature team is never going to hire like a young first-time head coach, right? So it, it's just sort of like wrong time. I think it was sort of like, um, you know, Jackson. I know, you, I know you're young. You're young blood. You're not a, you're not old and grizzled like me. But you know, sometimes, of course, so, some, <laughs> sometimes, uh, you know, there's there's a relationship and it looks like it could be a beautiful relationship it could be a friendship it could be a romantic relationship it could be a coach and a and a, and a team type relationship um and it looks like it should work out great but it just doesn't and the one reason why a lot of those relationships don't work out man is just it was just the wrong time and i feel like lloyd pierce was the absolute perfect head coach for the atlanta hawks but it just wasn't quite the right time for the two to be paired together so no, I Lloyd obviously I, I will I will say Lloyd did not have a good deck of cards played to his way. No, like God no, he really hasn't. I'm sorry, he he didn't at all. Like a lot of people, I actually went on talk soon Twitter, Logan. They somebody said Schlink next. I I don't know. I didn't say oh, that. This one actually wasn't no. to me. They're look, they're they're turning on everyone. But Lloyd, but Lloyd was n- never dealt a good stick of cards, especially when it comes to the backup point guard position. God, it's yeah. kind of hard. It's kind of hard to win games when your bench is led by Rajon Rondo, Brandon Goodwin, Evan Turner, Jeremy Lin, and Jalen Adams. Isn't it the crazy past how Jeremy Lin has been by far our best backup point guard since Trey's been around? And Jeremy and, and Jeremy Lin was out of the league like the very next season. Yeah, Jeremy Lin went to a good team that same season and was like DNP coach's decision eighty percent of the time. So it's yeah. I mean, we've said this on this podcast multiple times, but I still see Hawks fans sort of comment that like. Trust in Travis Schlank or like like just sort of holding Schlank as if he's some sort of GM deity. And it's like, man, oh this like use your brain, man. It's okay to be critical. Schlank has made some awful decisions and it like it's fair to criticize Schlank. Schlank just got Lloyd fired, in my eyes. Like of course it's not all Schlank's fault, but Schlank really kinda hoed Lloyd Pierce, honestly. Um, Schlenk threw his mans into the bus. Yeah, and, and that was his mans. That was, that was the guy that Schlenk handpicked. Um, Dude, they they had three different interviews with him, and they were like, you know what, you're our guy. And then uh, two and a half years later, yeah. that relationship. Do you think, you remember that article last week? You know, the one where um, Lloyd was like, when I get fired, I'm going to thank Travis for the opportunity. You think he knew this was coming? I mean, I think I think Lloyd's a very smart and self-aware guy. I th- I think he sort of knew that the team was in a bad spot and that if they could not turn things around soon, then, you know, they'd need a quick sort of change. So I think Lloyd's a smart guy and he realized that. Um, Maybe he didn't expect it to be the next week after that interview, but, um, yeah, uh, if I had to guess, it'd be like, yeah, he sort of knew that things had to change very quickly. Because I'm sure him and Schlenk had some sort of conversations, right? Like, hey things need to change like we need to start winning games because this is unacceptable like we need to at least come close to the playoffs this year um frankly i wouldn't be surprised if slank's job also sort of depends on it so um yeah i i I don't i wouldn't be surprised if he knew like last week that he he was sort of coming close to the end of his term I don't. I mean, obviously, something has to change, but I don't know if the changes stop here, which is like the scary part. Like, just because Lloyd's gone doesn't mean that the team's gonna turn around. I mean, obviously, Lloyd being gone, which I, I'll just say it is probably a good thing at this point for winning games. Sorry, Logan. I, you you told me not to you know be overtly positive about it, but I can just say that I just don't want you like 
dancing on the grave. I'm not celebrating. I'm, because, I'm not because, dancing on I'm not I, dancing on anyone's grave. Yeah, I know. Because I just hate that, man. Like, Lloyd P- And I get it. He was not a great coach. But he was never given a super great opportunity to prove what he's worth. And he's just he's just the type of guy you want to root for. And it just hurts me that we never got to see. Like, because, again, Lloyd Pierce would have been the perfect coach for us. It just didn't. He well, he just wasn't the perfect coach for us, but you know, he could have been. Like the theory of the theory of Lloyd Pierce was great, but the actual practice of Lloyd Pierce was was left a lot to be desired. But you know, I just don't want. I just don't like people like dancing on the grave type of deal. Like that's just lame. I'm not. I mean, I'm not dancing on anybody's grave. I genuinely do feel bad for Lloyd and the fact that he lost his job and his family that, that he lost his job. But at the same time, it is in my rooting interest that somebody who is holding the team back, in my opinion, is gone. Yeah. So. That's all I have to say. Um, this is actually a fun tweet. This has nothing to do with the Hawks, no personal opinions or something. Just a little fun fact that Mike Conti tweeted out. A year ago to the date, Atlanta United was coached by Frank DeBoer, and they won it in Nashville. The Hawks, coached by Lloyd Pierce, lost to Portland. And the Falcons head coach, Dan Quinn, and uh, Thomas Dimitri, their GM, were playing for the NFL draft. So that just goes to show you how much things can change in a year. That's three Atlanta franchises who... Two of them fired their head coach, and one of them fired their head coach and GM. So can you- that just goes to show in sports that... You know, nothing's nothing lasts really. Nothing's permanent. Nothing guaranteed. Can you believe that Brian Snicker is the longest tenured Atlanta head coach right now? <laughs> and he got extended. Yeah. I hey man, listen. There, there's nothing wrong with um. You know, I, I used to not like Brian Snicker, but at this point, man, just just let him do his thing. Just let him be the old pleasant white guy on the sidelines because clearly that young team likes him. So. No, they do like them. They, they probably they probably make them dance to Pooh Shiesty in the locker rooms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Acuna and Ozzy have that dude dancing to Bad Bunny in the locker room. <laughs> um, Jay Balvin. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I used to be like, God, I, I want a, a, a non-boomer manager. And now it's like, you know what, man? Our roster is good enough. Just just have the, just have a nice manager to tie it all together. And, and that's what Brian Snicker is, but... You know, that's enough about the Braves. I'm uh, It's sad because I'm actually starting to get excited about the Braves. I don't, like, love watching baseball. I'll watch, like, maybe 20 games over a season. But with how depressing the Hawks have been, man, I might have to tune into the Braves in a month, man. Like, their star players actually show up every night, every day. Hey, hey, Logan, I got, Logan, I got, I got a question for you. Chops talk? Chops talk? No. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, you can maybe invite your brother on for that, though. No, I, I do want to say, um, I guess we should probably move on to, like, talking about who our next coach is going to be. Yeah. Is that cool of you? Uh, I suppose so, you know. I, uh, I don't know. I, bittersweet, man. It, it's, do you it's, think it's going to be Nate McMillan long-term? I don't even think it's going to be Nate McMillan short-term at this point. That, you don't, oh, you don't think he takes the job? I don't, it's going to be tough, man. He has to, he has to figure it out, like, I like because apparently, like over the past hour since the news just came out, he's been in a meeting with Lloyd and I think the front office. So maybe who knows? Maybe Lloyd is trying to be like, "Hey, man, look, you're not betraying me." Maybe like, Lloyd was giving him his blessing. Yeah, I mean, we do possible. have to say, we do have to say that in this jo- in this world, there's only 30 NBA head coaching jobs. It's kind of hard to say no to one when you're offered one. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but Nate, Nate McMillan, like. Like let's who are the next head coaches likely to be fired? Like Luke, um, Luke in over in Sacramento. Who else? Luke Walton, Scott Brooks, and uh, Scott Washington. Brooks, Washington. N- neither of those teams, I think, would go for a guy like Nate McMillan. You know what I mean? Like, 
Nate McMillan would make that Sacramento team so boring. Like that Sacramento team is meant to play fast and fun. And that's just. I not... mean, maybe that maybe that's what they need though. <laughs> but the best Kings team lately was what was that? 2018, 2019, when they played super it fast was, and they had that. They were coached by Dave Dave Yeager. Yeah, and it's like they fired him. Speaking for of which, some unknown Dave Yeager is actually kind of interesting with the Hawks. Oh, they they fired him. I actually know why. It's because he was a. Uh, bit of an asshole uh and that's where that's just been him his entire career even when he's in well then why is he interesting for us (laughs) well he's interesting for us in the fact that he plays fast knows how to score and will and will you know whip these boys in the winners like rondo is supposed to yeah well so essentially i i'm you know fingers crossed nate mcmillan can can take the job and look if if the second half of the season if we make a playoff push then yeah, he probably gets like a two or three year contract, like straight up. It's not what I would prefer because I do think Nate McMillan is just like, like he's a very sort of his the ceiling of Nate McMillan teams is pretty clear. It's like you'll maybe get to the second round if you have enough talent. Like it's just, but at the same time, that's like we could use that. Like it'd be nice to make it to the playoffs at, like at all. So I, I you know fingers crossed Nate McMillan takes a job soon and. um well, we need a coach in 24 hours. We're going to have to hire the Hawks Talks podcast crew with me and you to go up there and go down to Miami and coach. I'll just tell – man, what would I even do? We have to rent suits. I, what, would, what would I do if I was a Hawks coach, man? I don't even know. I think I'd um, – man, I would not play Rondo. I know that for damn sure. I, I don't know. I'll, there was I'll, a- I'll throw my hat into the ring. But – Okay, you know I'm proud of you. I will say Chris Kirshner had an article that was conveniently ready to be posted. So, uh, I mean, mouthpiece for the organization. I mean, uh, no, that's just what journalists do. They just they just have articles pre-written. Some of the coaches he uh, said were candidates was one Nate McMillan, two Kenny Atkinson, three Becky Hammond, four Jason Kidd, and five um, Jay Wright. So that was kind of funny. Jay Wright, Villanova's head coach. I know, but Jay Wright really. Yeah, he. I don't think he would come. He's he's very into the college game. You feel me? Yeah, he just feels like a college coach. Um, do not hire Jason Kidd. Whatever. No, that'd be that'd be doomsday. That's like worse than Lloyd, in my opinion. Kenny, Even though Atlanta does have a history of uh, coaches who have DUIs, shot the bud. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that that's not a Jesus Christ thing. They they were convicted guilty of a court of I, law. I, yeah, I'm aware. I just you know I didn't think about that. Um, Kenny Atkinson, I think he's sort of a Hawks fan. Like the Hawks like him a lot and. It, it would make some sense. You know, he's been in Atlanta before, right? Um, I think he's a solid coach. I think he'd be able to – I think he'd be good for us. Um, I think he'd be sort of on the same tier as Nate McMillan, maybe a bit higher upside. Um, I would not be mad at that hiring for sure. And Becky Hammond, you know, I, I would I would honestly – it'd be funny to see us go from a super progressive coach like Lloyd Pierce who's um, super involved with all the sort of like social – interest of the city of Atlanta like you know the city of Atlanta is it's it's progressive movements are just so intertwined with the city's history and it'd be funny for us to just go and hire the first ever woman head coach in the like in any major sports franchise ever it'd be funny you know she accidentally liked liked to Donald Trump tweet Trump one time Donald Trump tweet one time so did she really yeah no she actually did it was an accident though apparently but Mm. I'm not here to judge people for what they do on Twitter that's facts I (laughs) Imagine she doesn't get a job because oh man that'd be that'd be a black ball <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be a Kirby enthusiasm type moment but I you know 
I, I, I don't want to be sexist, so Becky Hammond would be a great coach. I mean, I just don't. The thing is, I don't want to hire somebody that's never coached before, like been a head coach before. I we think. say that, and then but the Nets just went on and they, you know, like, yeah, let's get Steve Nash. Okay, you're, let's not act like that team is working because of Steve Nash. That team is working. No, because no, they have that's three not Hall what I was trying famous. to say. I was just, I was just <laughs> saying it's not unheard of for people to just be like, yeah, let's give this person like a, their first head coaching job. And their coaching staff is the guy who coached, is loaded. Who got the is guy who coached them last year, Mike D'Antoni. I mean, Kevin Durant's probably good enough to just be a player coach. That dude is so good and so smart with basketball. Kyrie, when he's not like thinking about outer space and shit, he's probably a very smart coach, coachable. Like, type I mean, these mind. guys are like students of the game, and that, that's why yeah. they're the best at it. So, oh, this is a fun stat. Throughout the Lloyd Pierce's nearly three-year tenure with the Atlanta Hawks, the team has won sixty-three out of a possible one hundred eighty-three games, and we never had a single month with a winning record. Yeah, man. He, he uh, I mean, those first two seasons, I don't think anybody's going to fault him for that. Like. Especially last year, man. There is there is not a coach in the league that could have made last year's roster a 500 team. So, um, no. But yeah, it, you know, I I hope he's not done head coaching because that that just be a bad way to go out. Like a hundred games under 500, <laughs> that would that would not be great. But yeah, I uh, who, who do you think? Somebody's. So, hold on, sorry. Before I before I interrupt you again, then I, you can say whatever. Somebody said the Hawks player who fouled out for Twitter that Lloyd Pierce got fired was probably Bruno Fernando. Nobody cared just to have him in the meeting. <laughs> who said I'm that? I'm so sorry. It was somebody on the subreddit. All right, what were you going to tell me that, about? I mean, it would make sense, right? Like, oh damn it, do we? Why is there? Why are there? Why is there an empty chair here? Who do we forget? Skyler, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Brandon, you here? Yeah, what's up? Who are we forgetting? All right, well, oh, we'll just go ahead and announce it. So we decided to uh, <laughs> to relieve Coach Pierce of his duty. Bruno walks in five minutes later. Sup, guys? Sorry I'm late. And they're just like, oh. He's like, sorry. I was getting some extra drills in with the... I don't even know where it's lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Chris Jenner. So I don't know. But, yeah, so I guess who do you think... Like, what are the names you're looking out for? Like, you, you specifically that you would like... I would like David Vanterpool. He was he's been in the news recently because of uh, the Timberwolves situation where uh, I think there was some um, coaches out there who didn't think he got a fair shot and they were questioning the Timberwolves um, hiring process of Chris Finch and uh, Vanderpool. Obviously, I mean his biggest accomplishment is he how well he was like he was the coach for the entire time that Dame and CJ were in Portland and he specifically worked with them too. Dame supported him a lot throughout his career. He's the lead assistant for the Timberwolves right now. CJ as well. So. That just goes to show you that, I mean, obviously, Dame and CJ are very good players. Dame's a world-class player. CJ's an, an all-star level player. Can you say that? Uh, especially this I year, think, for sure. This yeah, year, you can for say that. Sure. Um, so that just goes to show that he can definitely develop those guys, which is very intriguing when you consider Trey. And it also is very intriguing when you consider that long-term, unless you consider Herder, that we don't really have like somebody next to Trey. That's like a long-term option. So yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see Vanderpool, who's obviously had his uh, hands worked on Dame before, work on Trey. I think that'd be cool. Um, also good, Kenny Atkinson. I like I like him. He's on the Clipper staff this year. I believe he's their elite assistant as well. Um, obviously, look at the culture he built in Brooklyn. He got them to a very shouldn't have been in the playoffs year. You remember that? Yep. Which was very impressive, to be honest. I mean, he built that culture up, and that's eventually what led to them getting uh, – 
Kyrie and Katie. I guess my biggest issue with Kenny Atkinson is the fact that obviously it didn't work out with Kyrie and Katie, which he got fired for. So maybe he has issues coaching stars, which with Trey we've obviously seen could be an issue. I'm not saying it is an issue. Could be an issue from how Trey and Trey's dad on Twitter would deal with uh, Lloyd Pierce and stuff. Um, another name that interests me is, uh, you know, this is a bit of a bit of a hot take. Um, I think we actually talked about the guy last episode, which is funny. Mike Brown with the Warriors. I think he'd be interesting as well. It's funny. Mainly because, you know, he's been the lead assistant. He's been, well, he's actually been the executive head coach or associate head coach, not executive. My apologies. With, uh, since 2016. And obviously being around Curry, Clay and all those guys, I mean, that has to go for something. And obviously there's that link between him and Schlink because they worked together for that year. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's just a few names I'm thinking of right now that I, that I can think of. Um, I don't really have anything against like Becky Hammond, Jason Kidd. I mainly just don't want because of the off the court stuff that happened in relation to his, um, Drinking issues. I mean, I, Jason, yeah, you can Jason Kidd has just been an awful coach every every step. Of yeah, the way and also, it, so. I mean, admittedly, he did great work with Giannis, but once again, Giannis is a world class player. I mean, he did develop him, and Giannis, Giannis like loved him while he was there. Like he didn't want him to get fired. So it's like I don't know. Like he he a lot t- of names out there. He turned the seven foot athletic guy who could dribble the basketball into a seven foot guy who can dribble the basketball. So it's like you know, how <laughs> I wonder how much he really did. Look, but. yeah. Admittedly, it'd be it'd be it'd be risky to go after Jason Kidd. I don't think I'd like that, but I just I, I, don't, I don't I don't even think. Yeah, I mean, you know, I doubt I doubt he's really. Uh, it's possible that that could be just like Jason Kidd's agent trying to like spark up interest, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So, would you say you've seen more support for support for Lloyd Pierce being fired, or more like, oh, why are we doing this type stuff? Oh, it's, I would say I'm about. It's almost been. I think I'm about sixty forty. Oh, I don't think so. I've been actually looking. Uh, you know who Graham Chapel is? He writes for Peachtree Hoops. No. Him and uh, Glenn Willis, they both write for Peachtree Hoops. They said oh, they uh, I didn't did, like the timing of it. I so. did. I did see Glenn Willis tweet about that. I mean, the timing is objectively weird. Um, yeah, it should have happened during the All Star break. Like, if we have to do this again, that's what I would have done. Yeah, I I just don't get why I do it on a. Ironically, jokingly. They did wait until Black History Month was over to fire him, which is just, um, you, you, I doubt that's intentional, but you have to point it out. You have to point out the irony of that situation, you know, um, kind of funny, but it's just very weird timing. I, 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 I don't get it. I, I would honestly be interested if Schlenk could, like, give a non, like, give an actual answer as to, like, hey, what made you want to fire Lloyd Pierce on a random Monday? <laughs> Like when the All Star break is in five days or whatever, but yeah, man, it, it the deed's been done. Can't undo it now. Look, you 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 can't you can't change what you did in the past. All you can do is improve for the future. So there you go. There's some motivational and inspirational words of the day. I don't know. It's I. It's. It's it's gonna be different. I'm excited to see who's our coach tomorrow because it's still in, it's still at this moment we're 35 minutes into this podcast. It's still very much up in the air as to who our next coach is gonna be. And by next coach, I mean who's coaching the team tomorrow as we go into Miami. Yeah, I um, and also I I, I think I think we're gonna be equally as bad for the next at least the next week. <laughs> like I don't think yeah I I don't think this changes anything. I mean I guess. I guess this does help that it's so close to the All-Star break, so hopefully whoever our coach is, which is, in my opinion, I think Nate McMillan's going to accept the job. He's just asking Lloyd for his blessing right now. That's what I think going on. 
but whoever our next coach is for the rest of the season to install their game plan, to install their playbook, at least to some extent, onto the team. And also, a part of me wants it to be Nate McMillan so the players don't have to relearn a completely new playbook. Because if you've seen the Timberwolves with Chris Finch, obviously that's not going very well. Yeah, but that Timberwolves team is so bad, man. <laughs> that They're very bad. They're imploding. I was actually looking forward to talking about them when we have Kyle on, but I wasn't expecting us to podcast today until this happens. So they are very much imploding. I will, you know, fingers crossed I get the first round pick this year, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah, no. They, they Look, deserve it. I support the Wolves from afar, just afar. Yeah, I wonder why, right? wonder why. No, they have Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to do a quick little check-in on how Jarrett Culver's doing. No, he's doing very bad. They're actually wanting to trade him, so. I actually, I looked this morning. If you go on the Timberwolves subreddit, they talk about um, trading him a lot. I guess uh, this should be said. I've always had this take. I feel like I can finally wow, start saying it. he's gotten worse at, like, everything. Yeah, see, it's not good. Boy, um, I've always had this take. always wanted to say it. I don't think Lloyd had to, as much to do with our players developing as people say he did. I agree with that. Th- okay, I'm glad think, we're on the same think, page in this one. I think people give too much, like, and people were crediting Vince Carter with stuff as well. And who knows? Like, I'm sure the players would give those guys credit, but it's like, I like, I don't. What development has have our players really had? Like Trey Young, yeah, Trey Young made a huge jump. Trey Young's always been ridiculously talented. Like, I, I think as long as a coach wasn't actively holding him back, he was gonna pop off and become an all star. John Collins, you can make an argument for. Um, but John Collins also, like, his big jump his sophomore year was a, just, a, like, thanks to the scheme and thanks to playing with Trey Young, right? Like, hey, we're going to run a lot of pick and roll, and we we have a really great young pick and roll guard, and you're a great role man. So, like, I don't know how much development that took, really. Hunter... Trey was Trey when he got to the league. Yeah, and Hunter, Hunter maybe you could... Maybe, like, Lloyd helped develop him. Maybe Reddish, but, of course, Reddish took a step back this year. Maybe like you know, it just I'm not I'm not sure because it's like Lloyd's job was not to develop players; it was to coach the win team. games and coach the team. Yeah, and it's like, and if you can, well, not as much win games because we were admittedly tanking at some point. So yeah, but so I, I definitely don't think Lloyd just deserves a bunch of credit for like being a great developmental guy. But at the same time, like he's not hired to be a de- developmental guy; he's hired to be a head coach that can, in theory, develop players. But like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't write him in as like a de- developmental sort of guru or something. Yeah, I, I. This is this is not a fun podcast, honestly. I like I I I don't know if you're like super happy or anything, but I honestly I'm I mean, like I, I might be smiling when I'm not talking. <laughs> oh god, I like change and I like drama though. So like, it's just not all that Lloyd Pierce is gone mm-hmm. for me. Just, and I want to change. He just, and also, Bogey's back tomorrow, which... Bogey's back soon, which makes me so happy. That, that is good. That is good news. I want, do, What do you think they're going to do with the lineup? Wait, Wait, what? What do you think they're going to do with the uh, the lineup when Bogey's back? Do you think Herder gets I mean, to the bench? Uh, no. I think uh, I think Cam comes back to the starting lineup. Okay. Um, Cam, oh, wait. Cam's hurt, so... Yes. Huh. I, when, I, is Bogey... I don't know. I don't know who's going to be back after the All Star break or when Bogey's going to be back. Because I'm thinking after the All Star break is when I'd bring him back. But the team, I mean, obviously the team's trying to win now that Lloyd Pierce been fired. Yeah, I you know it'd just be interesting to see. I think you kind of have to like early in the season you were kind of benching Bogdanovich a little. Well, not benching, but like having him come off the bench in order to have offense off the bench. 
in theory, that was so that way Cam could guard the other team's best player in their starting lineup or a second best player. I think for right now, you, you got to just start Bogdanovich when he comes back. Like, like if you have Herter and Bo- Bogey starting, it's like not going to be ideal, but I feel like it's something you might just have to do because the team's offense have been very lackluster of late. So, yeah, I, uh, are, are we are we getting ready to wrap this up? This yeah, I'm, I'm ready to wrap this up. I feel like we've uh, discussed the present, you know, the past. I guess the future of the Hawks head coaching position. I'm gonna be intrigued to see who. What if we don't have a coach tomorrow and Trey just isos the whole game, goes for like 80, and then people are like, "We don't need a coach." I think. <laughs> who would be our player coach if we don't have a coach tomorrow? Because you have to have one. Kyle Lowry was designated to Raptors, but they ended up not needing him. I'm sure it'd be Rondo. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't Rondo just step up into the head coaching role? Just be like, you know what? That'd be just great. take your salary if, and go. If that means we could get off of his contract, that'd be great. Dude, I, is promoting Rondo to head coach an option? Be interesting. I don't think it is, but I don't know. I mean, obviously, I guess one last time before we end this podcast. Of course, thank you to Lloyd Pierce for all you did. It, your service was appreciated, even though at times I slandered you. I was there was a lot of fun. Look, I'll say this: it was there was it was fun, it was cool. But it was not fun and always cool, Lloyd. Thank you for that your was, service. That was botched. Best of luck. That was botch. I actually forgot how that line goes. <laughs> it's been real. Oh, it's oh it's here it is. Lloyd, it was real. It was fun, but it was never real fun. Alright, there we go. I fixed it. Just phenomenal podcasting right there. Hey, hey, it's remember people, it's not about who gets knocked down, it's about who gets back up. That's real. That is real. So I guess thank you to everyone for listening to this episode 29, an emergency podcast about Lloyd Pierce being fired. As always, I'm Jackson, and that was Logan. We'll see you on episode 30 of the Hawks Talks podcast. Keep your eyes peeled out for who the Hawks coach will be tomorrow, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. Love you. Bye. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumpke is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumpke will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumpke. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week, and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer, restrictions apply. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. 
and every day your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Grandparents, at Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.